0: Every year, millions of people around the world report seeing shadow figures in the night, often writing it off as a bad dream or hallucination. Of the reported sightings, one common theme seems too eerie to ignore. A tall shadow of a man with a wide-brimmed hat and a long trench coat. An entity that has now become infamously known as the Hat Man. It is said that when you see him, he emanates negative energy and feeds off of the fear he generates. While some report seeing him open and shut doors, he is often reported as just standing there, stalking you, peering straight into your soul. Some believe the Hat Man to be a demon, spirit, or even the devil himself, while others believe there is a much more logical explanation to the Hat Man's sightings. In this podcast, I interview a woman who's not only experienced seeing the Hat Man herself, but whose mother was also physically assaulted by it. Is he real? Is there more to this story than meets the eye? Listen to this detailed case study and you decide. Welcome to Ron Relentless, uh, where I talk about literally anything with anybody. And today we've been extending this paranormal kick that we've been on. The last few times we've been talking about Skinwalker Ranch, UFOs. And I had mentioned in a previous episode my experience with a shadow entity that. I have now learned is referred to commonly on the internet as the hat man and I my experience with it I didn't know it was real so when I was experiencing it I just kind of wrote it off didn't think too much of it didn't talk to anybody about it but what intrigued me was I met someone else for the first time ever who happens to be my friend Clark's girlfriend and she I'll let you tell the story. But basically, you told me it was a ghost. And randomly, I thought one day, why don't I just send her a picture of the hat man and see if it's the same thing. And turns out it was the exact same thing. So uh, welcome, Danny. Thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to uh, talk about it. Yeah, of with course.
0: You. Um, and I know guys or girls, whoever's listening, Danny, this is not like something she does every day. She, she doesn't <laughs> actively want to talk about the hat I'm man. I'm not that cool you guys, <laughs> <Right>? don't
1: worry. <laughs> I just have an experience.
0: Yeah, and, and this is something I almost had to like convince her to do. <laughs> she brought uh, her boyfriend Clark for <laughs> emotional support. Yes. So, um, you know, I'm just going to let you tell your story. So what, Okay. tell her from the beginning, what happened and your side of everything.
1: Okay, well, first off, um, we were... First off, it came up in our conversation because we were talking about if we believed in ghosts and whatnot when we were out on the boat and um, Patrick had said that he saw ghosts when he was younger and I was like, oh my gosh, I've totally seen a ghost when I was younger. And then one thing led to the next and then we were talking about it and so basically when I was like maybe like six years old, I lived in this house with my mom. We like moved a lot um and even just being that young i mean i probably lived there for maybe two years okay and i always just got some weird vibes but i had never really seen it i mean i didn't even know what i saw even at the time but the way it happened was it was in the middle of the night and i was getting up and i was six years old and the house was really long and my room was at one end My mom's room was way at the other end, and it was just us two that night, but I just, it was creepy. The house was creepy. Long story short, I got up to go to the bathroom, and as I was about to go into the bathroom, I looked to the right of me, and there I saw this huge, tall, black man figure thing looking at me, and I remember I was super, super scared in the moment. So much so that I I, like, I, I didn't even know what I saw. I looked at it and I didn't even go to the bathroom. I went straight back to bed and that was the last time I thought about it. The
0: shadow was inside of your house. It was
1: in my house. Yeah. It was, I was just, it it was in my living room and he was just right there standing and looking at me and it seem like
0: the shadow was projected against the wall. Like, you know, how shadows typically work.
1: Actually, no, I would say for me, it was, it was hard because it was dark. Um, it was definitely very close to me. Like I, it was right there next to me and it didn't move. He was just standing and staring at me and I didn't feel. How could
0: you tell he was staring at you?
1: I, I don't know. I could make out his face slightly, but it was all just kind of black. But I knew that he was his body was towards me and he was super tall and I was super scared and he, I was looking up at him. And he was super close to me Hmm. and then and then that was it i just i turned around i didn't know what i saw i was so young and i just went back to sleep fast forward to like probably about five years ago i was maybe like 21 okay and i had been thinking of it and i brought it up to my mom okay because i had never said anything to anyone i never said anything to my parents whatever didn't even know what i saw maybe thought it was a dream definitely wasn't um so about five years ago, I brought it up one day to my mom and I was like, mom, remember that duplex we used to live in way back in the day? You know, my mom would just rent. It was just one of the houses we lived in. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, so I think I saw a ghost there one time.
0: You brought this up or she I brought up? I brought this up, up okay. to her. Yeah. And
1: she was like, yep. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? what do you mean, yeah? <laughs> she's like, yes, you she's did, like, Danny. yep, I know you, s- yeah, mm-hmm, this is what you saw because... She had also seen ghosts or a ghost there. Something was there. And she had a lot more encounters than I did with it. But she doesn't remember as well as I do my encounter with it. But anyway, when I brought it back up to my mom, she was just like, yeah, I saw it as well. It was definitely there. You know, we could all feel it. I feel like a lot. And she had different experiences of it, like entering her room and walking across her room like she could see it she said her her door to her room would open and she lived there full-time i only lived with my parents are divorced i only lived with my mom like part-time mm. and so i wasn't there very often but i always just i've always been able to like read vibes i feel like of houses and energies really mm. easily um and so that's just kind of where it started and for her it was just she had also seen it so it came yeah. up about five years ago
0: yeah when you Crazy. can like walk into a place and feel the vibes, um, is it is it like you go into the room and you get it, and then as soon as you walk out, it goes away? Is it kind of one of those things?
1: It's like, uh, kinda, yeah. It's like go. I don't really feel it. I feel like as much in newer buildings, especially like newer homes, apartments, whatever. It's just like okay, but. I moved a lot with my mom. We would move every two years. My mom's not a homeowner. She likes renting. She always has. So we would move from house or duplex or apartment Mm. to apartment. And every single one, I would feel like the vibes of it. You know, some are better, some are worse. And that one was definitely, yeah, where you would walk in and it just doesn't feel Mm. right. Did you get that vibe from the whole
0: house or just a certain part of it? It was the whole house. The whole
1: house. I mean, I wish I could. I wish I had a photo of this house. Like, next time I go home, I should go and drive by that house, take a photo of the front yard, because from front to even the backyard in the grass, just all of it is 10 10 out of 10 creepy. Really? Yes, like so creepy and it's older. I mean, it's probably, you know, an older home. It's also a duplex, they rent it out, but just something is trapped there. That's all I'll say about that.
0: Mm. That's interesting, like when I had seen it myself, I had, when I, it almost always seemed to be outside. So like the shadow was projected against the outside of the window. Right. Um, Cause That's I would only, away. yeah, I would only see it like, during the day I would see it if I was turning my head and it was in my periphery, I'd see it just quickly walk across the window, which is actually like 10 to 15 feet off the ground.
1: Right, super high, super yeah. tall. Yeah. That's weird. Um, You really saw like the shadows of it, like as it was moving you would see it moving a lot only out
0: of preferable. the corner of my eye and you never
1: feel like you saw it face on
0: i saw it face on at night so okay. um for me like i don't it was it was weird like when i first got to that house it was the same like my parents are divorced so this was a house at the lake of the ozarks which is the same lake that um ozark is filmed at like right. yeah no i yeah. know i'm
1: like i feel like that was i watched like one episode of that and yeah it felt like it was a creepy show Oh yeah. I mean, it's a great show <laughs> and it's
0: definitely cool cause I, I like know the half grew up there. Yeah. Right. Um, and so same with me. Like I've always been able to like, I, I mean, I, I don't treat it as like an ability, but when no, I walk into a neither. house, I can feel like bad vibes in this house. Great house. It looked nice. It didn't look haunted. Um, and my parents were really excited to, my stepmom and my dad, to move in there. But for whatever reason, the bedroom at the end of the hallway in the basement, I just, I walk in and I feel sick to my stomach. Yeah. And, um, but it's when chilling. I walk out, I feel like a weight's lifted off. Awesome. And it was just that one room. Yeah. And uh, so for me, like, I would only see it when the TV and all the lights were off at night. Right. And it would be standing full frontal in the window, so that's where I got that classic shape of where it's like fully squared up yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I know that that is exactly the shape that I saw too. With and he had this top hat on, right? Like this black yeah. like, top hat, not from like this. It didn't feel like it was from this time. Yeah. And then this long trench coat I saw. But like I couldn't tell you what if he had feet or not. Yeah. And I didn't really see color either. It was really just like a black shadow there in Mm. the dark. But that was the only time.
0: And you never saw it move or anything?
1: I never saw it move. No. Mm. But I did feel this weird like threatened feeling from it, which is interesting because I've definitely been to houses or places where I've felt these similar vibes from not necessarily me seeing something, but these similar vibes of a house or area or space. And I don't feel threatened by that space. I just feel Mm. the presence of something. Yeah. Not that I see it, but I feel it with this guy, with this situation. I felt, I felt scared. I felt really afraid, Mm. which is weird.
0: Did you get the, like for me, whenever I'd go into that room, even if it was during the day and the lights were on i kind of still got this i always felt like someone was watching me yeah you know eerie
1: super eerie vibe yes even with the lights on i remember being afraid to for some reason go into my any other room that was mine at this house it wasn't a huge house it was like three bedroom one story house but it was old like i said my mom was like so far away and then it was me by myself at this end and I would be afraid to like close the door to my closet. I was just, it was all over, just all around creepy. I hated sleeping over there. Mm. If I didn't have to sleep in my bed, I wouldn't, I would always sleep with my mom.
0: Yeah. Are you an only child?
1: No. I mean, my, I i have two other siblings. So my brother, we never had like some kind of like, you know, time where we could go and see our parents or whatever. It was just kind of whatever we wanted to do. And so a lot of times it was just me and my mom.
0: mm. So they never saw it either? It was just you and your mom that saw this?
1: Just my mom and I that saw it, which is weird. My brother, who is also very in tuned with stuff, he didn't, he's never, we've never talked about it with him. I don't think that he picks up on that kind of energy as much as my mom and I. Yeah. But it's funny because my mom is super in tuned with things like spirits or whatever. She's super, super spiritual in general. And um, when we are talking about it she also brought up the fact that like my her mom my grandma who is has passed it was super super spiritual um she would dress up at the like city fair in seattle and she was the like psychic medium that would dress up for the kids and have like a booth and read their Your fortune mom? my mom's mom okay so like the i feel like the spiritual like openness and like ability to like read things has been passed down from my grandma to my mom to mm. me.
0: So for your grandma, it was, it was, she actually was in tune with that kind of stuff or was Everybody it would call like- her
1: a witch. Yeah. She, she definitely like loved that all the kids and all of her kids. My mom is a child of f- five kids. Um, all of them would call her like a super witchy kind of person. I feel like, mm. and I don't, I don't really know much about it actually because She couldn't talk when I was alive, but yeah, I just feel like it's been something in my family that my mom and I both have. Yeah, it's weird.
0: Well, like on one hand, if I were, if I hadn't experienced this myself, I would probably hear this and go, oh, these people are just seeing something. Or even in, I would try to think, maybe there's like a scientific, like your brain is just hardwired to be afraid of certain shapes. Yeah. And uh, But then when you tell me about your mom's experience, Do you want to go in a little bit more into detail? (laughs) Like, like this is beyond just seeing a shadow in the night, you know,
1: it is my mom. When she experienced this, this is just from what she's told me. Okay. She felt that it was a male figure Um, And she felt super threatened by it. And um, it wasn't all the time that she felt threatened by it. And it wasn't in like a demonic sense of like it's gonna come and kill her. Mm. It was more in the sense of it being male and preying on her or, you know, she felt like a little bit victimized by it in a sense of a woman to a man. And a man being super pushy and super authoritative she felt that vibe from it and Mm. it would come into her room and it would walk around her room and it would come onto her bed she said and (laughs) I can keep going I mean yeah she she said that it would lay on her and she felt it touching her
0: could she feel the weight she
1: said she could feel the weight of it on her and I don't know if she would like black out kind of during it. I'm sure it was some super surreal experience for her and not knowing what even is going on or what's happening. um, I think a lot of it was when at night when she would be getting ready to go to sleep or in bed already and it would wake her up, you know, she would see it or feel it or hear it. And um, she, yeah, she it scared her a lot. And I know that she had more than one experience of it. and last time I brought it up to her a couple of days ago when I was going to talk to her about it, she just, she's like, I don't, I don't even really remember all the details. You know, this was mm. so long ago for her. And yeah. yeah, I think it was kind of scary for her for sure. And when her and I talked about it, I think some of those memories finally came back to her. So now I'm telling you guys yeah. all that I know about it and all yeah. of her experience.
0: So when you saw it, you said you were seven, did you see it on a regular basis or was it just when you were younger?
1: I only saw it when I was younger. I haven't seen anything since. But that doesn't mean that I don't necessarily feel, like I said, those weird vibes of which are like the same feeling I would feel at that house. You know, like I feel like that was kind of like the starting point of recognizing like paranormal activity or like recognizing energies. Yeah. And when there's something off that we can't always see. But then again, they always say that when you're a kid, you're so much more... um, you know, able to receive things like ghosts and whatnot, because we don't have so much bias in our heads yeah, or truth or realness when you're a kid. So I haven't seen anything since. Um, I'd have to pick my mom's brain a little bit more to yeah. see if she's seen anything either before or after that. Cause it'd be interesting to know if yeah. she's seen something before.
0: Do you, have you, after like processing it and talking about it, especially since we started talking about it, have you come to any conclusions or tried to think like, what could this thing be?
1: Honestly, I feel like this is the most I've definitely talked about it. Like, I feel like since we've talked about it, yeah. I was like, whoa, like I did actually see something like this. wasn't just me making something up in my head. Like that was real fear. And I know a hundred percent that I saw something there. Um, but yeah, I feel like talking about it now, I'm just like realizing, I guess just that I have this super open mind to it. And that it was super scary too. Yeah. And I really don't want to see anything else. I don't want to see anything again. I don't want to see a ghost really, but I I can recognize, I feel like, that situation again, if it were to happen. Yeah. Have you?
0: Um. Well, I don't know, I guess for me, because I've talked about it on my podcast, I've tried to like think logically, what could it be? Because to me, like it didn't become like a thing to me until, like I would tell the story But then I saw the Amazon Prime documentary.
1: That was crazy.
0: Like I I had to go back and watch it because I, like you said, I had to turn it off in the first five minutes the first time. Yeah, I didn't finish it. Sorry. Really?
1: (laughs) I didn't get to finish it. I'll be honest. It
0: gets a little weird towards the end to where it's like unrelatable. But the first half is just like spot on. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. I mean, it was freaky, like scary. I was like, this is freaking me out. Like this is literally exactly what I saw and it's just so bizarre that there's so many people out there that have the same experience with this same yeah entity looking thing like I, that's what's weird to me I would love to know if somebody has interacted with it yeah I don't know if the documentary says anything about that but
0: I mean I, it seems like they have a lot of interviews like this but yeah I think to me what was also fascinating was like if i told someone to draw a picture of a shadow figure with a hat and a trench coat you'd probably get a hundred different pictures yeah. but this documentary shows the exact same shape yeah. that i saw that you saw the um
1: same exact drawing like that's the craziest part i'm like what yeah. the heck it's like the same what hat is same trench why coat. is everybody seeing this like spirit thing have you seen anything else
0: i've i've seen well <laughs> i've seen some others huh? what's up was Clark. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we He's scared. Kate, we got Kate we on edge.
1: <laughs> we summoned the ghosts.
0: Yeah. Um, I've seen some other stuff and, and I'll talk more about that if you want. Sure. I, I guess I'm curious is like in that house, uh, oh, and pull the mic a little bit closer to her face. Okay. Um, have you seen uh, or ha- did you ever have sleep paralysis while you were living there?
1: Oh, whoa. I've never thought about that. But now that I think about that, like I definitely could I don't know if it I don't think it was it could have been sleep paralysis at that house, but I think I was so I couldn't sleep at that house for some reason. Like mm. I said earlier. Like I barely I rarely stayed the night there. And if I did, for some reason Was it because of
0: the bad vibes we I, get? Yes. Okay. I couldn't
1: sleep in my room either. I could not it was so hard for me to sleep in that bedroom. And I would always sleep with my mom. I would always go and fall asleep in her bed. She didn't care, you know. But for some reason, that specific house, that specific bedroom, I couldn't sleep in it. And I think that's probably why. I'm assuming why. Yeah. I just want to know if somebody was, like, killed there. I'm like, I should do some research and see what the history of that house is. Yeah. I mean, it's weird that it's being rented out now. And I'm like, I wonder who has lived there after me. And if they've had experiences in that house mm. uh, or similar ones, I'm sure they have. I'm yeah. sure people have.
0: I um, I asked my stepmother, who called me for the first time in a couple of years um, the, the other day, and I was like, hey, I'm about to do a podcast with uh, a girl who saw something that I saw at the lake house that we had, and I kind of briefly explained. Oh,
1: and you, was this the first time you brought it up to her? uh i sent her the link see? to a
0: clip of me talking about on my podcast but i haven't right. talked to her for several years so right. i never got a response and i was just i figured if she had seen it she would definitely respond right yeah, yeah. um so i didn't get a response and then when she called me i talked to her asked her about it and she said she never saw anything but one dot i connected i don't know if it's relevant my father passed away from stage four cancer just like out of the blue just like he, one day he went and they're like, right. "Oh by the way, you have really rapid cancer." yeah and he di- he died. yeah well, the the year before he got cancer, my bedroom, that was that room I always saw it in, um, he turned it into his office and because I was not living there anymore. So I don't know if that's a connection, maybe it had some sort of impact on him. And I'll be honest, like in that house, I love the house. And I'd be curious to see if the people who have it now have any experiences. right. But the only two rooms I got bad vibes in was the bedroom and the basement at the end of the hall. And then on the same side of the house, technically one floor up, um, on the main level was my parents' master bathroom. In there, there was like a bathtub and the bathroom was very well lit with like windows everywhere. But I just got bad vibes in there yeah and so i don't know if that has something to do with it um but another thing that really made made the plot thicken was a couple of podcasts ago i had a guy who does research on skinwalker ranch do you know about what that is
1: Mm, not too much
0: it's um well it used to be called ufo ranch and like the a tip and osap those government programs that they talk about on ancient aliens yeah it was started by like robert bigelow researching at that ranch. Okay. Um, so anyways, he does a bunch of research there and there's like, if the government's studying this place, there's something to it. Yeah, something. And one of the things is like shadow figures that get seen there. Well anyways, we were talking about just paranormal experiences, because you asked if I had seen anything else. Yeah. I have, um, but he told me an interesting one and it kind of just led into this talk of like, he asked me if I'd seen, so I told him about the shadow man and he was like, whoa, the first book i wrote which he's written like 3 now the first one was about shadow figures oh my god because the first experience he ever had or one of the one of the few um, was when he was like 4 years old he had this shadow that it would always be like a dark mist would appear and then it would come out of the mist and it was a shadow figure that he described as a evil Peter Pan. So probably literally the shadow from Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah, literally. And he said the 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 note that made him think about that when I told him the story that you and I experienced was the hat, but this hat was different. It was like a Peter Pan, Pan hat.
2: Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And um, super weird. he said it would like there would be a mist. So he knew he was about to see it. Yeah. And then it would open his closet door as a kid, like and then come out of the closet and torment him. And sometimes he said it would push him against the wall, like physically. assault Yeah. Him.
1: Like, OK, so it did physically touch. him. Yeah. That's
0: and so um, he would tell his parents about it. Like he didn't want his parents to let him sleep in that room anymore. Right. And his parents thought he was kidding. Right? right. And he said one day the thing, the mist came up. And he, the shadow, opened his door, came out, and he said, "This time he could, it's like a shadow, like you said. You, you're pretty sure you can see the face, but it's just, it's a shadow." Yeah. He said he 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 got the impression it was smirking, so it was like kind of oh, like kind of so creepy. Yeah. So like it came out of his closet, smirked at him, and then shot out the room, down the hallway towards his parents' bedroom, and he said, then he started hearing screams from what? his parents' bedroom. And he said he got up and ran to his parents' bedroom, and the thing was throwing his dad up and down on the bed. And his mom was just screaming, just trying to, didn't know what to do. And he said when he was doing this, it took the form of a shadow bear, a fucking bear. Oh, my God. And his parents obviously believed him after that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And they all saw the bear. Um so that's i mean talking about shadow figures that's crazy it's
1: terrifying honestly that's literally terrifying like that's like my worst nightmare and i i'm not like afraid necessarily of ghosts in general but like i was like thoroughly scared of this whatever i saw that day so like i definitely believe that there is that demonic energy out there yeah. for sure, especially with like spirits that are hanging around still in our realm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I think that there's a reason why they're here, and I don't know whether it's a matter of them being good or bad or what, or them not being able to move past their lifetime here on yeah. Earth. But I that's that's it. It literally picked up his mom and was sl- or her, his dad Stand. and yeah. was slamming him on the, according, the bed. According well, to him, well, yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. That's literally terrifying. That's what I feel like if my mom and I would have stayed in that house, like I bet some weird shit would have happened like that. Yeah.
0: Well, like I haven't seen him since I tried to show it to someone. Cause I would see like because I never really saw it moving. When I saw it, well, he other than the still. times when I yeah, it was always just standing or, there.
1: For me, it was always just looking it was just looking at me.
0: Exactly. Just watching just you. Just stalking you. Yeah. Um creepy. So like I I'm I I stopped feeling threatened by it. I felt the fear, but it it got to the point where I would like I would test it. You know, I would turn off the lights. Could I see it? No, the TV, the monitor is still on. Turn off the monitor. Oh, now I see it. I would test different variables like that. Like when I couldn't couldn't see it, and it was almost scientific. Like it was just always there in the window. If the TV was off and the lights were off, even if it was during the day, as long as everything was off in the room, and and I would see it. I could see the shadow outline. Had
1: to be like. Still quiet in the yeah. room for you to see it. No commotion. No like third.
0: There could be commotion. Like I, I'm pretty sure my first kiss came in that room, and, <laughs> and it was watching you. <laughs> and uh, well, the the TV was on. I kept it on. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure I turned it off, and I still saw it. But I didn't point it out. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> like a weird. You should have.
1: You should have been like, you see that?
0: Well, here's a, here's a weird thing that I always got. I always got the vibe maybe it was because of my own like experiences. Like I used to be really into card magic and i never, it never panned out for me because anytime I tried to show people my trips, tricks, I would mess up. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I just got the vibe, like something similar. Like if I tried to show it to someone, it wouldn't, it, would go it wouldn't work yeah. because it was so scientific for me right. that if I tried to make it and so anyways, when I did try to show it to my buddy after three years of like studying the trees, the shadows they would cast. Here's the thing. The sh- you could see the shadow of the tree in like the moonlight and they would be waving, but this thing was just standing there, yeah. right? Behind yeah. it. And you could see the Not shadows moving. moving behind it. Exactly. Right. Um, well, anyways, I tried to show it to my buddy five minutes after I verified it was there during the day on like a random weekend day. And it wasn't there when I tried to show it to him and I haven't seen it since. Um,
1: that was the last time that you tried
0: that you, was the last time I or that you saw it that I saw it yeah
1: and then you're like I'm gonna show someone and now you haven't seen it since
0: well I think I had I had reached a point where it's like
1: no longer scary it was
0: there act. was nothing new that yeah. I was discovering about it right other than like an immense like o- overcome with an immense like fear or anxiety yeah. when you're in that room yeah um and anxiety. when you see it it gets freaky like I don't know like if it was always there because I There would be times where I'd fall asleep with the TV on just so I didn't have to have that there while I was falling asleep. Yeah. But I'm sure there were some nights that I fell asleep with it just being there and just like didn't think, tried to not think about it.
1: How long was the longest amount of time that you had seen it just being there? Like would hours go by? Would minutes go by?
0: Um, Well, that's the thing is like, I would almost always have the TV on intentionally, Oh, you know? So when I saw it, it was usually under the context of turn off the TV. Oh, yeah, it's still there. Turn on the TV again, you know? And
1: then it would go away?
0: (laughs) It would go, like, as soon as the monitor was on, it was not there. There? Yeah. And so So that's like, so here's here's kind of some of the conclusions I've come to as well. Um, The documentary talked a little bit about how electrical signals interfere with yeah, its ability exactly to be there what i
1: was just thinking
0: and so that was why i connected that dot of like the, oh the, the if tv, the TV yeah. yeah um so i think it has to be interdimensional i don't think it's a ghost because if it was a ghost that's another ex- paranormal experience i have which i can get into but i've seen i've seen a ghost and it was very different from this right okay. um and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about that but with the shadow like the hat and the trench coat has to play uh, a, com- a d- something, yeah, it's, right?
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. Why am I seeing the same thing that hundreds of other people yeah. are also seeing in the same exact context? I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. And it totally could be not a ghost or spirit. Yeah. It could definitely be something. Inter- I mean, that's mind blowing to think about. I'm a yeah. realist, but it's the truth it I mean, like what if
0: that's just their technology no to access way that I'm our making realm
1: this up you know like mm. there's no way that this amount of people are making something like this up like there's just not I don't I, there's no reason for me to make any of this up you know yeah it is what it is it's what I saw
0: Go and pick up Danny's book called The Hat Man on Amazon <laughs> right now. Yeah, no, she like you don't you don't make money from this. You're not trying to promote The Hat no. Man as your brand, like no. me neither. Even though I talk about it all the fucking time yeah. now, but I mean, it's
1: easy to talk. It's 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 so interesting to talk about. It really is. So when you find somebody that has any experience with anything paranormal or aliens or anything like that, it's just it's so mm. mind activating. I feel like, and your mind just goes to. You know, what if, oh my God, maybe this is it. Maybe this is fact. Yeah. I think it is.
0: I think being that my guest, his name is James Keenan. um, And he, being that he has obviously, he's like in his fifties, I believe. And he's a former police officer who now is a researcher for things like Skinwalker Ranch. But obviously he's had decades to process the shadow experience that he had. Yeah. Right. And I could tell just by like little, Little keywords that this guy was dropping into off-camera conversations. He's done some research into this, yeah. And he just he he mentioned something. He called he he was so the conviction was strong. Like he was like, yeah, the sky's blue, yeah, yeah. Um, but this was off camera after we stopped recording the podcast. And he goes, because I was like, what do you think the shadow thing was? And he goes, oh, it's it's a jinn. I was like, what? He goes, uh, they talk about it in Middle Eastern religion, like it. We call it the genie, but the word D J I N N, Dejin, oh. is like a genie of legend, yeah. yeah. Right, but the real story behind Jin is God. You know, we in the Bible, Christianity, they say created human and like Adam and Eve. Yeah well in middle eastern religions they talk about jinn as like the beings that god created before he created humans and it was like a failed experiment so he was just like you know what i'm going to restart um and and basically just banished the jinn to another dimension um or another realm and they throughout the times have teased tormented tried to fuck with humans as like a Oh, fuck you, way. yeah. You're the humans that God liked better or something, you know?
1: I did not know that. That's super interesting.
0: I only looked into it and found that story because he mentioned gin. Oh, yeah, yeah it's a gin, you know? And then I, when I did that, oh, sure enough, there's people talking about shadow figures and then connecting As it to the gin. Gin. Yeah. I feel
1: like especially that story about the Peter Pan figure coming out and coming through, that's, like, not ghost, like, I feel like at all. That's not, like, a ghost of a human you know what i mean like that's some other that's some other weird shit so that would make sense for that to be especially saying it's tormenting him and grabbing people and stuff and it's not necessarily like demonic either like that's the thing like if there's like this other category and it's the gin thing or whatever that would make sense to me honestly yeah what your backstory peter pan? yeah
0: what is the true backstory of peter pan peter pan
2: the shadow. the mainland and steal kids as they were dying and take them to
0: Neverland. Dang. It's like the, and
2: They're the trying to take you. The
1: yeah.
0: The shadow
2: was like death and Peter Pan in his human form
0: was like the angel who would like help you over. Yeah. Here's why that's actually a significant point that you just made because when I asked him or when he, when we started the podcast, he just started going. And, he, and I was like, when did the your interest in the paranormal start? And he said when he was two years old or like really young, a couple years prior to this story of the shadow, he had a near-death experience where he was uh, drowned in a pool. He was underwater for seven minutes. That's a long time. That's like as you time. do lifeguard training, they talk about kids die after five Absolutely. minutes, you know?
1: Yeah, you could die even sooner than that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so he described his near-death experience, and he said he felt like... He described it, and it was like a feeling of being one with like everything, like kind of a psychedelic experience. But like, (laughs) if you think about like how the shadow from like uh, Peter Pan is supposed to represent death and taking you away in your bedroom, yeah,
1: someone taking you.
0: Like maybe death had its grips on him and wants him back. You know?
1: Yeah. Oh my god, that's
0: crazy. You know what's funny? I realized um, I told him the Peter Pan thing on the podcast, and when I was watching it back. He's like a kind of a guy, like the whole conversation, like we're talking now, like, oh yeah. And then he kind of just do a little chuckle or something. As soon as I mentioned the Peter Pan, he goes, he, he goes, goes, he goes uh, yeah. And I said, so yeah, that's kind of like an interesting connection to like your the shadow you saw. And the camera cuts back to him and his face is just white. And he goes.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> yeah, like traumatized from it. Yeah,
0: because I don't think he had heard that before. And when he realized oh. it, yeah, he just went pale. He
1: had a <laughs> right there yeah yeah he's
0: probably like oh my god nobody even noticed it probably i was probably the only one who noticed it (laughs) (laughs) um but uh oh yeah so i saw a ghost that was very different than this when i was uh seven so this is probably maybe eight to ten years prior to me seeing that the hat man okay it was at the my childhood daycare um and this is like in leavenworth kansas so leavenworth is literally the first city in kansas okay and this house had to have been built in like the 1800s and like this road is like famous for being in leavenworth and just having these old ass giant mansions okay right and uh so the day, one of these mansions was turned into a child daycare and um when i was Seven I started going there and they would do this thing called the Friday night lock-in because it was so old and there was actually a legend of it in the early 1900s and I I can't verify this but this is what the the counselors would talk about it and the kids would talk about it um, definitely probably the first place where I discovered certain rooms give me bad vibes yeah <laughs> you know yes. um, as a kid well anyways the the legend is that it used to be a hotel and one night, You know, you had a bunch of different people, nine different people staying in the different rooms and someone came in with an ax and murdered everybody. And one guy was like on a hunting trip and he got chopped up and thrown in the woods back in the back where all the kids would play, you know? Um, So anyways, I had heard the legend as a seven-year-old kid, but I go to this Friday night lock-in and I remember on this particular night, they uh, were playing Goosebumps like on a one of those old school TVs where you roll in and there's a VHS, VCR. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, well, we are playing Goosebumps and it was like storming outside and it's like maybe 8.30, 8 p.m. And all of a sudden, this thunder crashes and it's like super loud. It must have struck right next to the house because right when it strikes, the Goosebumps VHS tape just goes to the white noise, right? And what they would do on these lock-ins is like the the counselors would dress up as ghosts in like white sheets and they'd go to different places in the house and then the kids would go around with flashlights and try, try to find, and find them, them. Okay. and they called it the ghost hunt right okay and so um when the lightning crashed or the thunder crash and the vhs turned off the teacher miss joan tried to like fix the tape and i was invested in this show because i remember yeah. like i was like When is it gonna come back on? You know, and I, I just remember her like getting frustrated, realizing it probably wasn't gonna get it fixed, and she just goes, "Everybody, just go do the ghost hunt. Go do the ghost hunt." I think they were preparing for the ghost hunt. Okay. Okay. And so all the kids, I just remember going, "Yay!" and then running upstairs. Okay. And we're on the main level, right in the like the living room area, and um, I'm. At this point, everybody's upstairs, all the counselors are upstairs, because they're all dressed up, playing in character, and the only people on this main level are me and Miss Joan. And the way of the layout of the room was, it was like a box, but then there was a doorway that led to the stairway, and it would go up, turn, and then go up again, right? And so I was standing in the doorway, because I was like the slow kid, not wanting to go upstairs, because I was afraid. And I remember I was standing in the doorway, so if I lean this way, I can look at Miss Joan and she's vigorously pulling tape out of the VCR like this. Yeah. Okay. I it. look up this way and it's a dark stairwell. Well, everybody's upstairs. I can hear the commotion upstairs, but on the little part where it turns to go up, yeah. uh, a figure appears. <laughs> so it doesn't come down the stairs. It just appears and it kind of just walks, turns, and faces, squares up to me and makes eye contact with me. Yeah. All right. That's so it was like, man. it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, a a ghost is just on repeat, you know, just a little clip. No, he turned, squared up to me and made eye contact with me. And I'm just standing in the doorway, looking up at him, scared shitless. So because of my positioning, I just lean this way and I go, Miss Joan, there's a ghost upstairs. And she goes, obviously. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I look back and it's gone.
1: It's terrifying, what did it look like?
0: It was white, it was translucent, it looked like a guy who was getting ready to go hunting in the 1800s. He had like an, like, uh, he looked like he was dressed like Davy Crockett. He had like a raccoon cap yeah, and he was like a young guy. He probably looks, um, dark features. Like you could tell he had dark, dark hair, like Clark. (laughs) And, um, he he definitely looked like maybe younger twenties, but for a seven year old kid, like, yeah.
1: That's so creepy. Like that's so cre- and you could see its face. It was staring at you. That's terrifying.
0: He, he intentionally made eye contact well, with me. Well, that's how and I felt by the connection, hat man connection moment.
1: Like I that's what I had with the hat man, but it was a shadow. I could only see a shadow. There wasn't any whiteness or anything, but that like connection moment and I don't even remember necessarily looking into like a pupil or an eyeball or anything like that, but yeah. I remember that moment and I remember like that connection of like Hey, I'm looking at you like I'm peering. He was peering into my freaking soul. I was the little six-year-old, like so cute and naive and just, oh my God, I didn't even, it just sent, it just sends chills down my spine. Yeah. What the way that I turned and looked at him and saw him and he looked at me like I'll just, I'll never forget that moment. It was terrifying.
0: Well, it must've been somewhat traumatizing if that you were that young when you saw it And you very vividly remember exactly what it looked like. Yes.
1: Yes. That's the craziest part about it too. And like the fact that I went from like pretty much seven years old or six years old, whatever, to like 21 years old until I actually realized what I saw. I didn't even know. I didn't, this conversation hadn't come up for so many years. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. then now as an adult, you're like, oh shoot. Like I, I know what I saw. It was a ghost or it was a spirit or it was something, you know, it's just, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Clark, I'm curious. Hearing this story about the Hat Man, do you believe it, or do you have thoughts about, like, maybe a scientific, logical explanation behind it?
3: I got nothing. <laughs> we tried to watch that documentary, and we had to turn it off. Um, there's reports about people saying, seeing the same thing, whether it's UFOs, or whether it's paranormal. Um, so there's definitely something to it.
0: Yeah. It's
3: just interesting. I need to. I haven't looked into it. Too
0: yeah I feel like I feel like if someone was skeptical if I were if I were to play the devil's advocate I would go maybe maybe your memory's hazy maybe you guys are forming maybe your memory to form the same thing yeah but the maybe fact that <laughs> exactly but the fact that everybody can point out exactly what it looks like and it's the same exact experience that's yeah. what trips me out Let me play devil's advocate then. okay
2: Yeah. I saw it, but what are the age
0: ranges of the people in that documentary? From my memory, and it's been a while, it seemed like it was people in their 20s all the way up to their 50s, just documenting their experience. I remember
1: actually seeing one pretty younger girl too, though. Really? Like I saw, like I, I thought maybe she was probably in college, maybe. Mm. I think she was my, younger. Because
2: my thought process is, is maybe it's like some pop culture, like very unknown, like film or. Subliminally, yeah, like something, that you guys saw something we both that have like, seen. You're just like, oh, what you when you saw it, you didn't think much of, and mm. then when you laid down, your conscious was like, your subconscious like really thought of it because when you showed me the picture, it reminded me of the the mascot from a Fear Farm, the like this pro mm. guy person. Yeah, I was like, oh, that looks like him, but
1: so that's where I come from. Like, okay, if there's so yeah, yeah,
2: as a skeptic, maybe they're like. That's where why so many people
1: saw my like, saw it the same way, exact same way maybe it's something that a lot of people saw and some people just filed away as nothing and some people like. It resurfaced away. into yeah. something else. Like you said away. that your mom was <gasps> ah, that, But that's
0: not me. the one I saw. That's not the right picture. Oh. Did you see that one?
1: I mean, pretty much. I mean give or take. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: That's what I saw. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. <laughs> looking at me. No, this is the one I saw. Yeah, let me um, see. Um
1: I mean, if like you give me a pen and paper, it would probably look something like that, I guess.
0: <laughs> this is That's like what Patrick This thought. is exactly what I saw here. Give that to Clark so he can put it on camera. That's the same thing. It's slightly different. Oh th- yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah. Minus the red <laughs> minus the
3: red eyes. <laughs> that's a nice hat though. Those things go for a couple This is literally piece. what I saw.
0: So that one or the first one?
1: That's a 200 Both.
3: hat. Either.
0: <laughs> I mean
3: I wonder if it's custom Italian leather, like looking, <laughs> what's he rocking?
1: Yeah, I just want to know like what from what era of time.
0: To me, I'll be honest, when I saw it, it, it immediately reminded me of Jeepers Creepers, which I had yes. Which I had seen probably around the time I was in high school. But the argument against that would be she saw the Jeepers same Creepers. thing. <laughs> yeah, the Jeepers Creepers wasn't even a movie back then.
1: I saw this in probably like two thousand one.
0: Okay. When it was, was like, Jeepers Creepers. That made. was
1: probably around the time that that I saw this. I wish I could go back into the
2: your guys' like folding break it down to be like maybe there was like a stressful I wish I
1: remembered anything else from that day. Like, just yeah, anything. Yeah,
2: you, you said that you don't like the house, 30, 30. I was like, okay. Like, it
1: could Always be got house, those vibes.
2: Like you just,
1: so your mind was like, oh, Already going cool. to that.
0: So Jeepers Creepers was 2001.
1: That could be, I mean...
0: Did your mom see Jeepers Creepers? They
1: might have. I mean, my brother definitely probably did. He's your age. She's 30, 31.
0: Yeah. Patrick, pat, were your parents together when that Stepmom. So that was the house that they bought together. What? Did you hold any resentment towards them breaking up? No. Mm, okay. Why? <laughs> just breaking up? I'm just to think, Investigate. Like, yeah. Like, what kind of mentally
2: like, triggered those bad
0: like, well, well, I will say this. Before I ever saw it, I was already getting bad vibes from the room That's itself. It.
1: That's a thing, too. I feel like I was so open to. For some reason, I don't know if it was just that time in my life or something with our development as kids. But for me at that time, like I feel like I was so, I was like a sponge. I feel like I was so open to the different vibes and how I'm, you know what I mean? And it's Mm. not that I'm aware of it, but it's just that it's so weird. It's like you don't have the blockage of taking in your surroundings as much when you're a child like that. And so I just feel like, Yeah, I was just so open to absorbing the vibes of this place and not knowing why I was feeling the way I was feeling. Yeah. It's crazy. Do you think he's supernatural?
0: I I think it has to be interdimensional.
1: What does that mean? What do you mean? I don't understand that. So. It may not be the same dimension as necessarily like a ghost or a spirit or a passing of a human that's still here. It could be in a different, completely different dimension than even that. And it's showing itself into this
0: um, I, so, I actually asked this to the guy from ancient aliens, Michael Schratt, who was on my podcast last week because he mentioned he thinks most UFOs are ultra terrestrial or interdimensional, but he didn't say extraterrestrial, right? So, he thinks it's a pre existing advanced civilization that's maybe living on Earth underwater, like hollow Earth. Sorry. That's exactly what yeah. I said, and he goes, Yeah, and then he said, or um interdimensional. And I say, what does that mean? Interdimensional. And he goes, well, you know, sometimes these ships will fly straight into a mountain and there'll be no crash. they will just go right through things like that. And so he described it as a different wavelength. So if any of us here took physics, everything has a wavelength that can be measured. Um, And Clark's the law of attraction crystal guy. So like everything has like a vibration, a frequency to it. So you can actually If our plane of reality exists on this frequency, another dimension would be you just kind of change the radio dial a little bit and you're on this frequency. But you're
1: still in the same place. We're still going at the same. It's just that one frequency is maybe going faster and the other one's going straight. You know what I mean? But we're still living in in the the same spot. It's still the same moment. It's super trippy to think about. Yeah. I don't like thinking about that kind of stuff either. It (laughs) freaks me out. This,
3: This one says it's a scientific explanation. In physiological conditions, when you're sleep-deprived or sleep paralysis, many people perceive a shadowy or indistinct shape approaching them. And this is the same thing that doctors are saying meth addicts report shadow (laughs) people, (laughs) because they're they're so sleep-deprived. So they Mm. actually start hallucinating and seeing things, and they describe dogs or people on the street or plants as shadow figures. Mm. So it could be something, why you see this at night, one of these scientific explanations is just due to sleep deprivation because it's at night and that, that is a hallucination coming from being deprived of sleep, which is why people don't see it during the day.
0: Mm. But I would see, see it during the day.
1: And why also do you right. think that we all saw the same, why would we all see the same figure? That's the mind blowing part. Like Here's what, what is it about just this one figure?
0: Yeah. another. Well, the sleep paralysis is a good point because that's why I asked you, Have you, did you ever have sleep paralysis in that house? Because I've had sleep paralysis and hallucinated shadows or like voices. Have you, uh, have you ever had sleep paralysis?
1: I I don't know if I necessarily have where I've like done any kind of hallucinating like that, but Uh I know exactly what you're talking about. And I've heard of people literally having sleep paralysis, seeing things, seeing incubuses or whatever, coming down demons. Um, They talk about demons raping a lot when people are in sleep paralysis, like there's a lot to it. And Mm. I think the most common one that I know of is that, yeah, like demons coming and Mm. being on you and scaring you while you're in, while you're in sleep paralysis. Yeah.
2: When you had the night, when you couldn't sleep because of the Ouija board, you had the fear of a dog. You said a dog kept (laughs) on your
0: chest. All right, so you want you want all right, I, I can I can get into that story, but I want to finish the loop of sleep paralysis first. Yeah. Um the reason why I asked that is because I've 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 experienced sleep paralysis and I've had it so common in my life to where sometimes I can trigger it intentionally. Um and it but the first time I ever had it was in the basement where I saw the hat man. However, this is different. Even though it's in the same, actually this is in the living room in the basement where I had sleep paralysis for the first time. And I've had sleep paralysis in other places and I've had the experience where people hallucinate like shadow figures in the corner of your eye and it scares you while you can't move but you're awake and you can open your eyes. This was different than the hat man because the hat man, I was not asleep. I was experimenting, I was turning the TV on and off um I was not sleeping before I saw the hat man, whereas sleep paralysis, you fall asleep and you wake up and you can't move and you're awake, but you're still your body's still asleep. Right. And the shadow figures I've hallucinated in the corner of my eye um while in sleep paralysis, which feels completely different, was more reminiscent of the last picture that Clark threw up, which was like a blob, right? Yeah. And these are it's most certainly in my head, right? So like no. <laughs> um but but the shadow, the hat man or whatever, I was not asleep, I was not in sleep paralysis, I was fully awake, I could see it during the day because the dark, the room was naturally a little bit dark if all the lights were off, um, just the positioning of the way it was compared to the sun, right? Yeah, um, so,
1: yeah yours is way more tangible, I feel like. Yeah. That's kinda how I feel like with mine, I'm like, I, I was 100% awake, I mean, I was up, I was moving, I was 100% awake, I know I was just sleeping, so, I mean, I guess it could be, right? It could be something of sleep, dream, into reality But I was, I mean, the way that I remember it, like I was so awake in that moment. And after seeing what I saw, I was even more awake. You
0: mm. know what I mean? Mm. Um, like
1: yours, you were definitely awake. You were up. You
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: It's like, I just don't, I don't think my mind would have played that trick on me in that moment. Yeah. You know?
0: And your mom, like.
1: My mom's experience yeah, too. exactly. Like there's just. There's just no way like the and just the fact that it came up so many years later down the road and she did have such detailed, you know, um, descriptions of of what it was doing and what it would do in the house and using the house as a reference. I mean, she even said that it would go in and out from inside the house to outside the house, too. That's crazy. She said it because she had a slider Mm. and then also her bedroom door to the rest of the house. And she said her slider would open sometimes.
0: That's that's creepy.
1: Like that's so scary. It yeah. it scares me to think about it. I I'm, I'm scared of it.
0: Yeah. Um oh the the shadow that Kate brought up. We were living at our last apartment um and her her family for Christmas had gotten me what they, they told me it was, you're going to love this gift. It's going to be right in the things that you're interested in. And I've learned from how I met your mother, you're not supposed to overhype things. Uh, <laughs> do you remember? Did you ever watch that show? Yeah, a little bit. You remember the episode yeah. where they were overhyping the first time they had sex and they're like, is it like when you overhype an appetizer and then your friend tries it and goes, eh, it's, uh, it was all right. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: everything. Every meal, every food.
0: So you're supposed to underplay it a little bit. And they were like, you're going to love this gift. And I get it. And it was a Ouija board.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened after, but I did hear about just That's the Ouija board. I this.
0: I'll be honest. I was like, I don't have a Ouija board and it's cool. It make for some good content. If I could get it to work.
1: I've really thought about Ouija boards. <laughs> really? Oh Yeah.
0: I'll be honest I'm kind of skeptical like I went down a whole rabbit hole of watching youtubers using Ouija boards and it was a popular trend on YouTube for a while to where I'm convinced that most of it doesn't work and I, know, I think it's, it's in your head because it's
1: you're moving it
0: you yeah know? I had one as a kid and I never got it to work um, myself had one
1: in your house
0: yeah it was glow in the dark <laughs> with the hat man uh no, different house. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're house.
1: crazy. Um it's a double whammy. <laughs> I was <laughs> gonna say. Because I I might I have a friend that did it in a hotel one time and had a crazy experience.
0: Really? What did they what happened? Like
1: her and um it was, you know, in college and it was another sports, it was a softball player, and they went to a tournament and brought one for some reason. Anyway, there was three girls in a room They did it one night in the hotel room. And one of the friends, one of the girls on the team, she, I I don't, I mean, who knows if she's making this up, right? Who knows if it's actually working, but they got the board to move and she had full on like weird, um, something took her over. Yes. Like she sat out and she didn't go to sleep that night. She wasn't able to sleep. She stopped talking. She was super not there. Like there was nothing behind her eyes. She was sitting out in the hallway by herself after. And they did this, you know, in the, at night before they are going to bed or whatever. And the other two girls were fine. It's not like they had it out, like, for that long or anything crazy like that. And the friend just wasn't right for the rest of the weekend. I don't really know how the end of the, that story or where it went or anything. <laughs> we but obviously, she... she's fine now. Okay. Yeah, she's fine now. But... I'm, I'm just like wow I've totally forgot about that that happened when I was 18 it was just yeah yeah they said that it, and they they left it at the hotel they left the Ouija board they said we're gonna throw it in the trash oh, no, no. they oh, put God, it up <laughs> <like, laughs> they went and put it in the dumpster I mean it was nothing weird like with the board necessarily but yeah then all of a sudden one of the girls just starts acting completely polar opposite of
0: you think she was just overcome with fear or what
1: no I I don't know if she was making that up you know who knows if they're making that up right but i why would you though it's like why why would you want attention from just what two people two of your friends who cares i would never do that with a group of friends or anything so i like to think that it was real yeah she got she got demonized (laughs) by the freaking ouija board at a hotel room
0: well our ouija board like even though i still don't i don't really believe in them um i left it in the cellophane wrap i didn't even unwrap it because oh. i didn't i didn't want to have it here no so oh.
1: <laughs> like let's bust this <laughs> thing out no i'm just kidding i
0: actually threw it away in the dumpster that night because i i've like i said i've, I've experienced sleep paralysis but i haven't uh, maybe on a less than five times so i can count the amount of times in one hand the amount of times i've had lucid dreams where i thought i was awake but i was really dreaming and that's really trippy, like one step beyond sleep paralysis, I yes. would say. Um, so in this one, I was sleeping in my bedroom right next to Kate, but when I was just dreaming, I could have sworn I was in my studio, my office at my last apartment, working at my desk at night like I normally do, and I remember like my head kinda hurt, like I'd been working all day, like I remember f- the, the feeling, feeling, right?
1: I have lucid dreams, I have super lucid really? dreams. Super vivid, super crazy, intense. Yeah, I know exactly the feeling that you're talking about.
0: Okay, um, I'm curious because, like, like I said, I haven't experienced it so much to where I, I don't quite know. I don't know. So with this one, I was in my dream. I was in my office working, and then I remember looking into the hallway of my from my studio at my old apartment, yeah. and I could see a shadow figure, like just standing there, not with a hat, but like you know, one of those like onesie full body suits yeah. that people wear that are like all green and stuff. Yeah. It was an all black one of those. It looked like a literally a man standing there wearing that and it freaked me out. But in the moment that I had that fear, it's like I was, because I was asleep, it be, became not a lucid dream and became like a a, a normal dream. Like yeah. I remember being like the next moment I was on a train. Yeah, something weird. Yeah. And like there was a couple random things that were like normal dream things, but throughout the dreams, I would run into a shadow dog that was sitting in the dream somewhere and it would give me the same fear, like, oh shit, as I did Maybe when I was lucid dreaming it. and I looked, like, just it's so out of character for the scene yeah. that it's like, what? Why is that like, a shadow dog? Yeah. yeah. And so when that happened, I would keep coming back to my studio office thinking I was awake um, and then I would kind of like go back into a normal dream and I'd see the, the dog, right? And then the last time, right before I woke up, I, I, uh, I'm in my office, studio office again. I look into the hallway, and I see this shadow man, the, this figure standing there with the dog next to him, and. <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> and it's literally like he was literally looked like he was wearing one of those onesie suits cuz you could almost see like the light reflecting off the curves of the yeah. suit and I could almost see like the outline of his gut. Yeah. And he's just standing there breathing heavily just staring at me with the dog sitting next to him and it looked like a shadow dog. And so anyways, I'm like, "Oh shit," cuz this I w- this was like the moment where it stopped being like a thing I would see that would startle me and I'd forget. I like held eye contact and was trying to see like, yeah, is this to real or not? It was
1: real, yeah. And,
0: um, and then I I realized I was dreaming probably. Yeah. And so I snapped out of sleep and I woke up in my bed laying on my side and I roll over and the shadow dog is on top of my chest. And then I go, oh shit. And then I wake up for real and I was actually on my side in the same position and hadn't rolled over.
1: It's like the movie, like a movie. Like that's how they play it out in movies where then you think you were waking up finally yeah. and then something else is still there. Like you still see it. And then you wake up for a third time and then finally you're actually awake.
0: Yeah. And so it's in my crazy. head, this was the morning after Christmas, the day and after I had gotten a Ouija board and I realized I'd never had to dream oh. like that. <laughs> I'd never had a dream like that the only thing that has changed in my life is this Ouija board is now in my apartment right. and it's still in the cellophane wrap cause I didn't want to open it. And so I th- said to myself, Oh, and I accepted it as a gift, which is already a bad thing to do on Christmas day. Jesus's birthday yeah. probably made it double whammy bad. Yeah. So I, th- I woke up in the middle of the night and I walked the cellophane wrapped Ouija board in the box into the dumpster the public dumpster and threw it in there and um i even didn't even take the elevator because i was like i don't want to be on the elevator with this thing so yeah, i walked down something the stairs that's gonna happen yeah it's gonna
1: break down it's honestly in a ouija board like is supposed to open the dimension the realm from our dimension into right, else. someone else's and so then you had that dream and i that's a hundred percent why i think from the ouija
0: board what are some of the lucid dream experiences that you've had like is it similar
1: um i i wouldn't say yeah i think it's super super similar and it's not that i have them all the time i can definitely differentiate between like a normal night of sleep where i'm having just normal dreams but i've honestly probably since maybe like 10 ish or eight realized that i do have super super vivid intense lucid dreams and it was so bad at one point, I think it's within the past two years or it was with Clark, I was getting them so bad. I even po- posted on Facebook. I said, does anybody know how to prevent lucid dreams? Because I actually would get so physically stressed out in the mornings when I would wake up from these dreams. I'm like, I don't feel like rested whatsoever. Mm. That's how active my dreams can be is where I literally wake up in the morning and I'm like completely exhausted because I just had this giant, elaborate, intense, intense interactions in my dreams is it's crazy. It's really crazy. And it's not often, you know, but it's just just going about your regular day,
0: but then you realize it's a dream.
1: It's, it's a lot of, I would say really surreal moments where I'm almost a hundred percent sure that I'm actually in real life. And then something happens where I'm like, that's not quite right. You know what Mm, I mean? Yeah. And then you kind of end up snapping out of it. Or I can tell myself in a dream, like, finally, I'll get to that moment of, no, this is a dream. Like, you can wake up, but it takes a long time to get there in my dream. It just feels like I'm always... I'm like exhausted from one thing going to the next in my dreams that are super intense. But I've also had like dreams with experience of, I see a lot of people. I see a lot of people from my past. Like I've seen my grandpa who has passed, um, you know, he's been passed for a while, Mm. like 12 years, but he's like, I've seen him in my dreams a lot. And I've talked to him in my dreams a lot. And so I don't know if that's something that a lot of people have, or if it has to do with like a relative passing or something like that. And that's what I think about in yours. I'm like, I wonder if any of these figures are actually like somebody that's passed or your dad or something in your dreams, and it's not actually the bad entity. You know what I mean? Mm. Or I I feel like when I'm lucid dreaming, I also had a huge thing with premonitions too. Really? Yeah, where I would dream that something would happen, Uh not knowing that I'm dreaming this scenario, but then it's that deja vu feeling in real life when it actually happens. So there was definitely a point in my life from like, probably like 19 till since we moved here um, so like 25 26 where i would get really intense premonitions and i would know when they would happen so i wouldn't know that they're going to happen yeah. i couldn't stop them not like the movie where she like literally envisions something happening and then she can go and do you know yeah. and catch it it was more like i would dream it and not pick up on oh this is going to happen in the future and yeah. then all of a sudden who knows how long Goes by and it happens. So is this happens. different
0: than normal déjà vu?
1: I don't really know. I think the the thing that defines premonition is that it's in a dream, mm. and I would definitely get those dreams because I'm like I I, I remember having this dream. It's yeah. super super bizarre. Um, so I don't know if that's just like tapping into your yeah your inner psyche or your third sense or I mean sixth sense
0: yeah. third sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's like um, I guess I've definitely had déjà vu. Yeah, where I feeling. feel like it's just. The feeling of deja vu, I can sometimes logically go, oh, this is probably triggered because I've probably experienced going through these same motions, right, you know? Right,
1: and that's what you think. And that's what I thought for the longest time, too, is like, oh, I, maybe I've been... At, you know, I must have done this exact situation before, but it started getting so frequent and so weird that I actually was able to, like, pick up on the fact that, like, no, this hasn't mm. happened, but Were I these, did like, have things, an intense dream.
0: Would you like, do you remember thinking about these dreams and then it happens or you remember it after it happens?
1: I remember it after it happens. Um, and after it happens, I know for a fact that I remember dreaming it. It's the weirdest thing, but in, in the dream portion of it, you, I, I never remembered. I didn't know that this was going to happen in the future, but a lot of it was conversations, conversations with people in a certain space with, You know what I mean? Like this exact scenario with these certain people. And oh, that person just usually it's somebody saying something to me where I'm like, oh my God, I literally dreamt this entire. I remember all of this. I know exactly what's going to happen.
0: You ever had one of those deja vu moments where it's like really long or is it usually pretty short?
1: Mine are really short. I've never had one that's like super, super long, but I can imagine how trippy that would be because I already Mm. think it's true. I'm like, am I just making this up? I don't there's just no way I could be making up this stuff. You know,
0: I, the only time I've had one that stands out in my mind where I was like, Oh, this deja vu is lasting way too long was, uh, I was in like eighth grade and I just remember like after school, like the setting, it was like, Oh, deja vu, deja vu. That was cool. That was, wait, I'm still having deja vu. you know? Yeah. Um, but for me, I, I don't know. I guess I haven't been convinced that any of my deja vu moments were like actual premonitions, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm open to the idea. Yeah. Uh have you ever like heard about like astral projection at all? Yeah. What do you think of that? <laughs> what do you look at Clark? Like, Is Clark, Clark trying I'm to Clark. astral project right now? <laughs> yes,
1: he's like astral project out of here.
0: <laughs> it's funny because like Clark did a video last year on like some like government audio about consciousness. What was that audio?
3: Consciousness.
0: The Gateway Project. So I listened to this thing on an afternoon um, from Cl- Clark recommended it. So I looked up the video, the video from his video, and I listened to it. And then I take a nap afterwards because I was just really tired. So I was like, I might as well just listen to this and then take a nap afterwards. Not intentionally done. Um, but that was like one of the few times I've had like a super vivid lucid dream was right after I took a nap. And that was really a trippy connection for me because it's like, but it, it wasn't like anything. Two out of the norm. It was just like I'd be going about walking around my apartment, like maybe looking at mail or going to look for a shirt in my closet. And then I'd realize I was in a dream. Yeah. And it happened like two or three times. Um, but it was only after I listened to that Do you think that's that an astral
1: projection? I feel like no. that's more like ascending to, you know, like the different
0: yeah, dimensions. I think th- no, I would say that's more of a lucid dream. but Okay. Um the reason why I asked you about astral projection is because you- I can't control <laughs> mine. That's yeah. the thing.
1: I feel like astral projection, I'd be able to, if I could control it yeah. and like get myself to, you know, ascend yeah. to some place or like meditate deep enough into my own mind. to mm. control. I just, I don't feel Do like I have any- Do you believe it's real? I, I think so. Yeah. Do you?
0: I've I've never, I've tried because I when I learned about sleep paralysis, that was like the other thing I saw commonly associated with that. And I looked at like, forums on like online when I was in high school, trying to like Google, like why do I have sleep paralysis and what is it? um, And so I don't know. I've never personally done it successfully. I (laughs) um, I don't know
1: how somebody can control. I mean, practice, obviously I have no sense of control over any of these feelings that I'm getting really Mm. the most control I have is maybe waking myself up from like a lucid dream. Mm. It's like the most I can do. So
0: what you said that reminded me of it, it was people would say, like when you astral project, obviously your body is, looks like it's asleep. Right. But then you come back, and you, because you were awake, but outside of your body, you don't feel rested when you wake up. Right. So that's what you said. And right. that's what I was like, maybe
1: that's what it feels like. I feel like I'm in a different realm. Well, cause they say when you're dreaming that you're in a different realm or a different realm, a different d- dimension. Yeah. said that that's what your soul's doing is connecting to a different dimension. Every dream are or like the weird dreams. I think every single time that our, our mind is shut off and our body's shut off and we're asleep. I think our mind actually does go to a different place. I don't know if it's a different dimension or what, but that's yeah. what I know that some people say. And I'm like, it makes sense. It really does. I think I just don't know what a step would be or how to, I guess, meditation to be able to control any of those, those subconscious things that are happening. Mm.
0: Huh, That's no, you're true, tired Louis. all the you time because be- you're anemic. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you and Clark got really into watching ancient aliens. What, what about the a- aliens fascinated you? Cause I can't get my girlfriend to watch that show at all.
1: <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's a great show. We've just been rewatching a couple episodes or some new ones. I don't know if they're new or not, but, um, Do you no, believe I think that real? like anything. Yeah, I definitely believe. I mean, I'm a hundred percent sold that there are aliens out there. And yeah. I think that, um, the kind of like ghost, spirit, whatever, plus aliens. I think there's just there's just so much that we don't know, you know? And so watching something where these people are just so invested in f- figuring it out because we don't know. I, yeah. I love it. I love watching Ancient Aliens. I yeah. think it's a great show. I think everyone should watch it, <laughs> even if they don't fully believe in it, you know? Because a lot of it's just so informative. It is. It's yeah. a lot of just like stories from other people or you know it's really good
0: copywriting yeah it really (laughs) is it's
1: all just other people's stories pretty much besides david whatever his name is frucolos what's his name (laughs) i'm talking to you i like it
0: i like how on that show they're always like it would have been impossible to build this so was it aliens we all agree that it was or like <laughs> something like that. Like they just make the assumption that it is aliens, yeah, you know, they
1: always. Do. And they could, yeah, they think it's ever, anything like supernatural. Like even what we're talking about today, Yeah, they would connect it to aliens. 100%.
0: I will be honest. This, the hat man does kind of look like a men in black a little bit. It
1: does. It absolutely. I mean, I think it does for sure.
0: Yeah. What would be scarier? And I guess this one also to Clark, because I know you're really into that alien rabbit hole too. What would be scarier? Is it, if they were from another dimension or from another galaxy, all the UFOs.
1: I think another dimension would be scarier than another galaxy. Why? It seems like you can oh. do more Is that an hour. No, sorry, sorry. I
2: was looking oh. at
1: you talking but you weren't on the camera. Oh, um, it seems like that you can do more in a different dimension than you can necessarily from ours, you know? mm so I, I'd be more scared yeah. from something that's coming out of something that, mm. we've, I mean, I guess we don't know either way. We don't know what's beyond our galaxy. Yeah. We don't know what's in a different dimension.
0: Until we like meet Until we something. see it. <laughs> yeah. But
1: I've definitely gotten the first, the only time I've really gotten spooked by aliens was like over the summer or whenever, when maybe last summer, when all those tick that everybody was posting stuff on TikTok, or maybe this was like in September, October, I don't know. Anyway, everybody's posting like it was just two day span of everyone posting like some crazy videos about aliens Mm. like coming through the sky. And even Clark and I were like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) And then that night I was laying in bed and I actually got like legit fear anxiety over like thinking that like some gray aliens were going to come break into (laughs) our house and abduct me. I think it's because we were talking about it and you're saying that they like (laughs) blondes. and i got even more scared (laughs) but that does scare me because Uh, that is such a common experience that people have of literally these gray aliens coming and taking people out of their bed so that's that does scare me sorry kate i know that that probably freaks you out too but i'm not blonde it's cool that's true i don't know where i heard that that they like the the blonde blue eye race
0: isn't that like the theory behind the nazis (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I I feel like I would think it would be scarier if they were inter, interdimensional as well but for me I I feel like it's more scary because what does that say about our ability to reach other planets on different star systems if none of the other star systems are visiting us I know you know
1: I know what like what? the interdimensional is scarier because we we're starting to explore space a little bit more so like there's a possibility like we could possibly one day get... No one has even touched or gotten close to going into a different dimension. Yeah. That we know of. I really just wonder if it's like do you guys watch Stranger Things? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I really do wonder if it's gonna if it's like that. You know, that's, that's what that I world. think of. Yeah, which is just like another dimension. That's what it is yeah. on their show. Hollow Earth. Everything comes back to Apollo Earth. <laughs> It's true.
0: Of the girl who was like not mm-hmm. open to any of the theories I've mm-hmm. ever spouted about, all of a sudden she's on a hollow earth kick in the last <laughs> couple of days or weeks, <laughs> and she's like fully convinced of it. And that's like the one theory that I was like, eh, eh. I
1: think so too that there's hollow earth. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, what did you think then? What did you think? You thought there was something else in there. It's okay. We can cut it out, then No, no, <laughs>
3: say so. I got to say some. I know it is really yeah. hot in here. <laughs>
0: okay. All good. Well, uh, well, thank you for coming on the podcast yeah, and talking about the paranormal me. with us. Even though I don't even know if we're a paranormal podcast, but it's just been a, been a kick we're on recently. Yeah,
1: it's fun. It's good to yeah. talk about. I think
0: intriguing it's... things to think about as well.
1: Absolutely. People right. we to hear it. Cool. Are real do you want
0: people to follow you on Instagram? Yeah, <laughs>
1: follow me on Instagram, at Danny Smolin. Yeah, she, she's
0: a makeup queen.
1: I am a makeup queen. If you need your makeup done, you know.
0: <laughs> cool. All right, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for and, having uh, me, Patrick. Peace out. How do I cut? Um, hit below the red button off or something.